Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to be talking about when people regret the chances they didn't take and the people they didn't sleep with. And this runs a little bit counter to, you know, we have a fairly puritanical culture about sex, and um, really the only regrets that people tend to verbalize publicly are those where, you know, especially a woman says, oh, you know, I hooked up with too many boys, or I wish I didn't have X or Y experience. That's fine, and I understand and validate that. However, people just as often have the other regrets, um, the opposite, about people they didn't sleep with and relationships they didn't choose to try. And I'll talk about that today uh, right as soon as I encourage you to subscribe. My most recent subscriber episode was When Child-Centered Marriages Work, which is something I don't usually you know, talk about because um, enough people are on the side of child-centered marriages that there needs to be a voice in the wilderness. But sometimes they can work, and I talk about why and under what circumstances. I also have There is no way to be a loving husband without doing chores, when your rigidity is harming your relationship with your husband and kids, when you have implicit rules about what you can and can't share in couples therapy, why would your partner try to make you happy if you never act happy? Those are my most recent subscriber episodes, so you should definitely, I think it is worth the $5.99 a month to subscribe and hear those and a hundred more. All right, so for today... um, I I told you at some point that I had a young uh, male listener who said maybe I should do more stuff for single male listeners. Well, this is for single people of of both genders. I do try to do that more of my social media, a lot of talking about like what compatibility is and not to settle and what to look for in a partner. If you look at my Instagram and my Facebook, I have a lot of stuff about that. Um, Of course, the majority of people I work with are married and are um, some of them are divorced you know, so this is applicable to them. But generally, they are people who, um, you know, struggle with regrets because human beings have regrets. And I, you know, sometimes I do hear about regrets of relationships people didn't want to be in and thinking like, oh, that ex-boyfriend was bad for me or that ex-girlfriend didn't treat me very well. But, you know, honestly, more often than that, I hear I should have taken this chance. I should have tried uh, to date this person. I should have slept with that girl who wanted to. I should have slept with that guy who wanted to. You know, people tend to regret the chances they didn't take more than things that they did. And of course, there can be things people regret that they did too. You know, nothing here is black and white. But Really, it seems like people, when they're older, so in midlife and afterwards, they tend to regret not putting themselves out there more and not trying harder to kind of take all that life had to offer and not doing so out of fear. And I just I just read an article, not an article about this. It was a, a short essay in a book that my husband bought me. It was a, something here. Wait, I'll actually get you the title. 
the book is wanting women writing about desire and it's an essay collection and so one of the essays in it that I just read was called the good girl I think and it was about a woman who regrets that she did not go further sexually at, as a teenager with a boy that she was very attracted to because she um, was was abiding by the rules of her culture and she wanted to be a good girl and she's since repudiated many of those cultural norms and she wishes in retrospect that you know she had at that moment when she felt so attracted to that boy had a sexual experience with him and gone further than she allowed herself to go because she was being guided by uh, the, the principles that she was raised by and she didn't want to be bad. And she wishes that she would have had that experience. And it, it also reminds me, um, some of you have read the book A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. That was a book that I've read a lot and that I liked. I grew up in Brooklyn. And in, in one of the scenes later on when the main character, Francie, the young girl that it follows as she gets older, as she's older as a teenager or I think, yeah, I think she was like a late teenager or early 20s. She had an, an interaction with a guy and she didn't she didn't have sex with him and that it turns out that he was in fact married and she said to her mother, um, so kind of like, should I have done it? And the mother said, well, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, that you shouldn't have. I'm not going to because it might have been wonderful. And it probably would have been wonderful because you were so in love with him to have that one interaction. And I think that the boy went away, the man, whatever, went away and was, uh, you know, in combat or what have you. This was set a long time ago, obviously. Um, but anyway, the mother said you should have basically had the the interaction. You should have slept with him because it would have been so wonderful because you were so young and so in love. And I remember reading that when I was younger and thinking that that was really interesting, you know, and it was like kind of a, a moment. I was a highly sensitive child, right? I mean, I'm sure you could imagine uh, as a therapist now. And so I was always looking for guideposts about the way that male-female relationships would operate, much in the way that I do currently. And that was real interesting to me because as a girl, as the essay, the other essay that I just talked about uh, delineates, when you're a girl, you are told to be a good girl. And you are told to basically avoid being bad and overly sexual and slutty and whatever. And uh, that was a different way of thinking about it. And I read that book when I was an adolescent. So, so it, it was interesting that there could be this counter narrative that you should take whatever life has to offer you in terms of full uh, sexual and romantic pleasure and enjoyment and that that could be even more important than doing the quote right thing and here it wasn't only having sex out of uh, out of wedlock it was also I think I now I remember the man had like a fiance that she found out about later or whatever so she would have been doing something bad in that regard but she also would have been doing something bad in as much as they themselves were not married of course and yet the mother thought that the experience might have been worth it so anyway, um, how that relates is I frequently hear people that regret the chances that they didn't take romantically and instead they waited and they tried to have few sexual partners or no sexual partners or maybe they even waited till marriage. I see a lot of people who struggle with sexual issues that waited until marriage and um, you know, they, they didn't get these experiences when they were young and in love and super obsessed with somebody that could have been amazing to look back at and amazing in the moment. 
And so if you are somebody who right now, so there's two kinds of people or many kinds of people that this relates to in so many different ways. But one thing is like parents now, as I've discussed ad nauseum, are very, very child-centered and sometimes over-anxious and over-vigilant about even young adults, their young adult children. And they'll get really up in arms about whether their children are having, you know, sexual experiences or sleeping with too many people or, or whatever. I mean, what about the other alternative, which is that they would be scared of the world and terrified to interact with people? I mean, you wouldn't want that. You know, there is a way to say, all right, good. Like, let my kid do whatever they want. Let them enjoy their life. Like, let them enjoy college. Let them have fun, of course, within safe limits and, you know, discuss safe sex and whatever. But I talked about this in a podcast way early on about how do you teach your daughters like to um, about sex without pushing a fear narrative? And a lot of parents push a fear narrative because they were raised with a fear narrative. And the fear narrative took a lot away from them. You know, it, it stole a lot of potential positive experiences that they could have had in the world. You know, and um, this is applicable to even what I posted recently on social media about these, the general social survey says that rates of sexlessness are going up. And something like 30% of young people haven't had sex in the past year or something is crazy, you know, and, and that isn't good. It's not like those people are happy. They're not like, wow, like I'm doing so great. You know, and um, I mean, maybe some of them are, but I see other ones because I still do have some young clients and they're not happy about that, as you may not have been, particularly um, if you're somebody who currently likes to listen to Dr. Psych Mom talk about sex uh, and how to have better sex in your marriage, then you may also be somebody who wishes that they would have had more sexual experience, you know? So don't, don't let your judgment stop you from encouraging your children to explore and to do whatever, whatever they want. And then, of course, many of you are single and post-divorce. And Sometimes people kind of go back to this old way of thinking when they were single for the first time in their 20s, even though they're in their 40s, and they say, oh, I shouldn't, you know, sleep with too many people, or then I'll be thought of this way or that way, or who cares? Who cares? I mean, if you if you are in a relationship or not even a relationship, if you meet somebody that you have a click with and that you are really attracted to, why not see where that goes? So many people have have all these rules and restrictions on when they'll allow themselves to be sexual with somebody, particularly women have these rules because society trains women to try not to be, quote, slutty or whatever. And then, like, so many times they say, God, I wish I would have slept with that guy that was a summer fling when I was 18 years old. Or I wish that I would have allowed myself to more freedom to explore. Maybe then I, I would be more sex positive now or I wouldn't be having these, these, these issues within my marriage where it's hard for me to open up. And men in particular really hate being late bloomers. I have a whole podcast about late bloomers and a post. And that got me a lot of feedback. A lot of people wrote in and emailed and said that that podcast and post resonated with them about being a late bloomer. And some of those guys are not, it's not like every teenage guy is just like trying to have sex as hard as they can, like with, you know, as, as trying as hard as they can to have sex with, um, with all these women and they're just getting shot down and shot down. Some of them have internalized these rules about 
again, not being bad or not having premarital sex or or overly thinking of women as fragile and uh, and easily hurt. So then they take this more white knight role or what I call a gentleman eunuch, you know, and so they don't even try to have sex with girls. They act actively, some of them reject girls that are making overtures because they think this is being bad. And the only way to be like a good guy is to not have casual sex. And I mean, I've never heard a man who's real glad that he did that. Most of them are like, why was I such a fucking idiot, you know, that I like missed all these opportunities where I could have become more confident in my sexuality and I could have really kind of uh, embraced being a young guy. And I don't have those hormones anymore and I don't get an erection every three seconds anymore. So what the hell was I doing? You know, why was I so hamstrung by these things that I had been taught that most people tend to get more flexible over time about various uh, things that they're taught, like no premarital sex or whatever. You know, people kind of st start to see the shades of gray as they get older. And if you no longer believe those things, then you're like, what the hell? You know, I mean, like, uh, why, why did I why did I stop myself from enjoying myself more at the time? You know, like, why didn't I go all the way with my high school girlfriend or like whatever the case may be. So, so yeah, it's, it, and even beyond this, like there are many relationships that people don't have because of various rules and restrictions that they, that they have, you know, in their own head. Like girls who think that a guy is not serious enough to have a relationship with because like he doesn't have whatever job is considered, you know, responsible and, and her parents would like or would approve of or men that will only date a quote good girl you know so she has to have less experience than him and have a certain mentality and whatever whatever but meanwhile like some other girl that they're attracted to that they really click with they don't pursue a relationship with that girl because they think that she would be considered an inappropriate uh serious girlfriend by family or friends or whatever so there's a lot of people that do these things and then you know usually they they just end up thinking why did I do that I mean, knowing, of course, why they did it, I'm speaking rhetorically, but wishing that they had taken more chances. And I mean, this goes, this goes really for everything, like trips not taken, jobs not taken, uh, friendships not explored, everything. I mean, regret is a big thing. I, I work with a lot of people in midlife, and I'll tell you, regret is a big theme. And if you're already a depressive kind of person, then regret can start to be this thing that you ruminate about. So try to get out ahead of that in any ways that you currently can. And now what's a way that you could do it if you're already married? Well, I mean, you could try to work on your relationship instead of just shoving under the rug that y'all are like not connecting and in a sexless, like pretty romanticless marriage, romanceless marriage. You know, I mean, I, I've never had anybody say, you know, I'm really glad that we didn't come in here 10 years ago. That would have really fucked us up to do all this productive work back before our problems metastasized like a cancer. I'm so glad we didn't come in in 2003 the first time she said she wanted to leave me. And instead, we're here in 2023. That, that really helped. No, fuck no. This is the exact opposite. Like, almost like like weekly or something honestly somebody says something like man I wish that we would have gotten here 10 years ago man I wish we would have gotten here 20 years ago 
I mean, really. So, I mean, and that's not just because I'm awesome. That's because that is how people think. You know, if something is working, once you're trying on something, it's like that quote that I say every so often, when's the best time to plant a tree? You know, 10 years ago, when's the second best time? Today. Because that's the only time you have. This is the soonest time. Right now, when you think of it, it's the soonest time that you can possibly do it. It's not 10 years out. That's the worst time. You know, and so... If you are in a marriage and it is in any way less than fulfilling, emotionally, physically, whatever, work on it now. You will never regret it. What you will regret is not working on it sooner. So you could do that today. This could be a wake-up call for you to do it today, to reach out and get into couples counseling, you know, or to start talking in a different way or to bring up things that you don't usually bring up or put yourself out there romantically in a way that you usually don't or try something new in bed or out of bed or anywhere or or anything and this of course beyond the relationship there's parenting people have regrets that they just work too hard and didn't pay enough attention to their kids or that they didn't get their own mental issues like depression or anxiety treated when it could still impact their children's childhood there are a million things and if you're honest with yourself you could probably think of like three things right now that you wish that that that, that if you were betting a million dollars on if they would turn into regrets you would know what they were right now you know and so for a lot of people these are you know a lot of people I work with they are not focusing on the marriage and or shoving marital problems under the rug for some people it's not separating or not divorcing quite honestly because they've already gone through loads and loads of couples counseling and and there's like no no connection, but they're scared to move forward. And a lot of people, there are parenting regrets too, you know? And for single people, there are regrets about not not taking risks and not putting yourself out there. If you are single, I mean, reach out to whoever you want to reach out to. So many times people reconnect with like old loves from an old time, like because they're both divorced again. But you know, that would never happen if you didn't reach out and see. Yeah, I, I read, had some, there's some funny meme about like, uh, are you still married is the, are you up of your 40s or something like meaning that when people are in their 20s or, uh, you know, they text, are you up? Meaning like at late night, if you're up, then you could come over and we could hook up. But like in the 40s and people post divorce, reach out to old, you know, uh, partners and say, are, are you still married as a way to see if they are available for potentially hooking up or more. So anyway, just Use this to think about, are you really grabbing life by the horns? Even if you never did before, could you now grab life by the horns and do things differently such that you end up with fewer regrets down the line? And that is really the upshot of it. And thank you for listening. I hope this was useful. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.